We're talking about networking, and I think that there's a lot of misconceptions about like how to get in touch with people, how to reach out. And one of the things that I try and encourage people that are just starting out to do is to realize that you reaching out to somebody and saying like, hey, it's always been my dream job. I really want to work with you. Like you're my idol. Like I'll like get the coffee for you is a fundamentally different conversation than just saying, hey, I'd like to get to know you and like not having that sort of like caveat on the end of it. So many meaningful connections come just from genuine, real connections. So could you guys kind of talk about that? I know you mentioned that in, in that last talk. Yeah. Well, first of all, I think the first step is always just reach out. But you're right. I think there is there's two camps you can put yourself in real easy. Well, there's a few camps, but the yeah. ones that stand out are definitely like, oh, my gosh, here's my life story. Like this would mean the world to me. You put a little bit too much pressure on it right. and it might just not be the right time for that company. And then they feel really bad or they see an email with five paragraphs and they just say, I don't have time. And that's very real. <laughs> Straining yeah. order, yeah. 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 To be honest, like the minute I see more than a paragraph, I'm like, oh, shit, I, I'm just going to save this because I don't have the brain width right now. Like I have yeah. to just like and then sometimes I like I forget and I feel so terrible because yeah. I really do try and at least write everyone back something. Yeah. I get pitched a lot on this show for like people wanting to come on this show. The mm. minute I see it's more than one par paragraph, I know you copied and pasted that shit when it's right. like he went to Yale. He won a yeah, young yeah, guy. Yeah. Right, 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 no, short and sweet. Like, it's like, who yeah, cares? short yeah. and sweet. It's right. like, yeah, no, and you, do. you have Keep to have brief. like. Totally. And you have to have your one thing that you know is like something that's interesting and unique about you that will cause them to look further. Mm -hmm. And it's like, know what that little thing is. Keep that in there. Make sure it's like three to four lines. Yeah. You know, give the basics of like, I'm a graphic designer, you know, but it's like, like Jen said, if it's five paragraphs, it ain't going to happen. Right. So rule number one, keep it short. Uh, paragraph, if they have to scroll more than twice while they're looking at it on a phone, you're cut, you're done. Yeah. So here's my perfect formula for a cold email. You say, hi, so-and-so. Make sure you're reaching out to actually someone specific or at least try to. If you say, hi um team i'm at least tell the info person who the person is at that company that you'd like it to be passed on to right then grease the wheels man you gotta <laughs> give a compliment to the person that you're talking to because it's so quickly people will launch into what they want and it's like wait wait a minute yeah. you're asking me i want to know why you think no offense, but why do you think I'm great? You know, <laughs> like, yeah, which is terrible, but they do. They want you to know that this is um, unique to them and not just some like mass email that you're sending out. So yeah. say something specific that shows that you understand the world that you're talking about. Like, hey, I love this project you did for X, Y, and Z reasons. It doesn't have to be long, just something simple. Don't get too fanny. Just be like, I think it was really smart and intelligent. I loved it. So one compliment, then say what you do really briefly. I do X, Y, and Z. Really love everything you all do. If you ever need this type of work, hit me up, you know. Like it can be that simple or it could be a little bit more vague, like you said, which is a great idea. Just like, hey, just wanted to reach out and say, I really appreciate all you do. Like, you know, this project really inspired me. Hope Be you're well. Friend. Like, <laughs> yeah. But to me, I find the better place to do that is on find them on Instagram, find them on Twitter yeah. and try and interact with them there more casually. Yeah. And then do the reach out email once you've had like a few interactions, because definitely people will talk to us on our Hootspa account, even though there's like 60,000 followers. If someone comments consistently, yeah. I will eventually look at their profile. Because you start like, to remember the avatar and you're like, oh yeah, I've spoken to them a yeah. few times. And you know? I, I, we have totally added people to our referral list who we've met either through comments on 
um, our Instagram or literally just today, someone reached out and was like, Hey, I'm not asking for a job. Just want to say that I love your work. Have you, you know, ever need any help? I didn't, but I, it, two hours later referred her to someone that was a really qualified lead because she was fresh in my mind and I saw her work and I knew it would be a good fit. That's I awesome. refer people all the time who cold email me who I don't need their work, but I add them to a list and then I refer them later. So yeah. cold emailing hundred percent works. You won't always get a response. It's a numbers game. You will have to receive a little bit of rejection, but just move on. It's not personal and just keep reaching out. I always try and like say it's it's like what do you think they're gonna write back with like I'm just like who do you think you are? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the, literally the worst that could happen is they say nothing back because yeah. then you're like oh my gosh <laughs> but I I bet you anything it's not out of malice it's just they don't have time and they don't need your help at that moment yeah so even then it's not really a no it's just a not now most likely and sometimes like they're assholes sometimes like you meet them and like you don't like there have been so many people I've like oh. If I could just get the opportunity to meet them, you might like meet them, get get the interview, go there and be like, I hate this person. <laughs> sure, like, this sure. <laughs> right. Oh, my gosh. So what is it that you like about like, like and I, not so much like you were saying before about like the one comment, just like, like, so what is it that you like about our agency? And you're just like, yeah, oh, this is so skeezy and gross. I'm going to go. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. yeah, totally. Oh, my God. No, that's it so is. Funny. It's tough. Yeah. But it is true. It's like even like we have a um, we have a freelance course and a couple of students that join in on this Slack. And it's amazing. Uh, probably only a third of the students that join the course join the Slack, which I understand Slack can be kind of stressful if like you don't want another like notification or another chat. But the people who are in the Slack and are constantly sharing their work or constantly updating us on what they're doing, I remember them to refer work to. Yeah. So it's like just keeping in touch with people that you know that have, you know, that have companies or that work at great companies, like just keeping in touch with them and letting them know what you're up to and asking them what they're up to. Like, yeah, without agenda, just saying, hey, yeah. I saw you launch this thing. Congrats, like celebrate their wins. You know, yeah. like it doesn't always have to be a question for you to reach out and say, hey. Yeah, I think to think of the long game because if you ask anybody who like met me my first like year or two in New York, I was like very like fanboy and it was like very like clunky and weird and over the top and I talked too much and I wasn't really like a good listener and like they liked me, but I just like, kind of kept in touch and then eventually like you grow up and then you actually become like really good friends with them. There's a lot of people that I've met through the podcast who early on I was very like wonky and weird with, but I was also like, you know, like when you first entered the the feel like you're a, a kid people get that. yeah no then, but i think that's great that you were that. you were earnest and like yeah you know you were honest about how much to be honest like as, as much as it can kind of put you in a in a like when you say to someone oh my gosh i'm your biggest fan that immediately puts like a little bit of an awkwardness there but still i think it's very genuine and it's like if you want to say that say that cool because like you said um the most important thing is making that connection and just reaching out which is what you did and that's probably why you've gotten so far so quickly is because you have not been guarded about like just being open and like trying to make connections with people which is the hardest part is just getting out of your um self-imposed like ah, i'm scared you know yeah, like, and yeah. going for it not being afraid to get out of your comfort zone and yeah. also i think even more than that just the, your willingness to keep asking right keep getting back in touch we were watching this um like boys to men documentary and they like showed up at this guy's show and just started singing for him as he's walking into the door and this was before they were discovered before they were discovered they're like hey man we're new kids or we're uh, boys to men we want you to be our manager and then they just start singing and this guy's like oh, whoa okay <laughs> yeah and everybody's like wow they're like really good and and so he gives them his number. It's the guy from New Edition. He gives them his phone number. And then the guy from Boys to Men calls him 11 days straight just 
being like, man, you're going to make the biggest mistake of your life if you don't rep us. And, oh and he was God. like, I had never managed a band before, but they saw something in me too. So I agreed to be their manager. And then they just rocketed to stardom. But, and That's he was so saying crazy. like, yeah, and he was saying like, because they like were hungry for it, like yeah. that impressed him. And yeah. I do think there's something about somebody who's not afraid of a little bit of rejection. It's like, keep trying. You never know if it wasn't the right time. If you maybe were a little bit awkward and now you've grown up, they've <laughs> probably already forgotten. Don't even know. <laughs> To be honest, that's a lot of it. I have a lot of people I really like, and I just know they're a great person, and I know that they have a lot of growing to do. So I'm just, it's like, I like when they get back in touch with me because I'm like, damn, their work has really improved. Maybe I can start referring work to them, you know? And so it really is just like, stay in touch. Don't, don't get your hurt feelings hurt too much like that's part of it if you want to get like bigger and better jobs it's yeah. going to be uncomfortable yeah so much of it is like the the mental health like side of things too my friend josh every, by the way uh shout out to josh lepley he's the one who was like dude like you haven't had a chutzpah design on your podcast yet like you i was like i know them he was like yeah then what the fuck are you doing like get them on your show so shout josh, out josh thank lepley. You. yeah josh is the man i love him he's the personal call when i'm on my like woe is me the industry yeah. doesn't care he's like really good to kind of to check those ideas. he's like dude like Pull it together, like come on, kind of thing. But <laughs> he gives you the slap and says, "Slap out of it, man!" Yeah, 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 yeah. He's like the guy in like the corner, like with a boxer when he's like getting his ass kicked. That's like Josh. Uh, <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> Squirting the water in your mouth, slapping yeah. your face. Come yeah, on. Yeah. That's so funny. You need to have people along the way that you can kind of confide in, who will hear you out and empathize with you, but also be like, "Hey, like you know, you really need to keep getting after it." Like you don't want to get too much into the self pity because I feel like, especially in this industry, you really need to be tenacious because it's really competitive. Everybody wants to do the job where they get to work on their, like their dream clients. Um, so it's good to have people that, like you can kind of sort of bounce ideas off of, but also don't get in the habit of like feeling sorry for yourself all the time because like this industry, I've realized. I've done, I've done the math. I've done the homework. It really doesn't give a fuck. Like no one's out there. Like feel, people aren't out there actively feeling bad for you. So right. you sort of need to well, like, to be you know, honest, over it, you know? no industry does. That's yeah, just exactly human, yeah. human nature that everyone's worried about themselves and not so much worried about you. Yeah. But so you're right. You do need those people who love you enough to like, listen and be that ear when you just need to let it out because you do like, you can say, Oh, be strong and don't get your hurt feelings hurt. But you will. as a human, you <laughs> yeah, can't you stop happen. yourself from feeling yeah. those things. Rather, like you said, you have to have that support system where you can boohoo and cry it out for a week. But then after that, they're like, all right, you've had your, your term of mourning. You need to snap out <laughs> right. of it. You know, Um, which I think like when we started this course for students, uh, we thought, oh, you know, this course has been great. They have all these videos and downloads. And and then when we started collecting testimonials and like getting reviews, everyone's like, I love the Slack channel. Like that's all because they just love a place where they can complain about like not just complain, but like, you know, commiserate together, but also be like, okay, so it's not just me, but then get over it quickly by being able to just purge it, let it out. And then everyone say, don't worry, you got this, like get back at it, you know? And as silly as it is and as cheesy as it sounds to need that kind of support group, everybody does. And so whether you have to get it through an online community or you have a friend who knows nothing about design, but they still are willing to listen, you just have to have those people. Yeah, exactly. I've been kind of thinking about this idea of like a five-year plan. And I know it sounds like ridiculous. And whenever I think of the five-year plan, I, I'm very much so in a, in a movies mode today. I don't know why. Yes. I, I think about that line from um, from that Adam Sandler movie. It's like, he has a five-year plan. What's that plan? Don't die. Like, <laughs> what movie is that? I guess that's uh, Big Daddy, I think it is. Maybe. It must know. be, yeah. I know. I'm trying to think of what. It couldn't be anything else, really. Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. Anyway, but 
think of things in like five year windows. That's what I, I'm trying to do myself. Cause if I look back like five years ago, like where was I? And like none of this stuff had come to fruition yet. And that's really not that long of time, but it's so easy to just get in this thing of like, well, this calendar year, like I didn't really get what I, you know, I, I didn't really get where I wanted to. I, there were so many times where I would go to like, you know, it'd be like another, another Christmas and people like, so Ralph has the job thing going. It's like, fuck off. You know? <laughs> if you ask me one more time, you're like so tightly wound. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's so funny. And, yeah, and, you, and you're lying and you're like, you're just getting like more and more into like, you know, like I'm going to, well, this, I, I got to, you know, somebody emailed me back the other day. So, you know, next stop, I'm going to work at Google. And the people are like, oh, like, right, yeah, right, right. You're spinning this like alternate universe where you're like working <laughs> yeah. for Google and like, yeah, that's so funny. And then you have to manage the lies though. That's where you get tripped The great up. thing is though, if you want to yeah. lie to anyone, you know, grandparents are perfect because they can't, they don't know how to do the internet <laughs> research to yeah, verify yeah. so it's yeah. like why not impress your grandparents and make them feel better you know yeah, give them something to brag about at the nursing home yeah That's if so i can funny. go back and give myself one piece of advice it would be like just be honest like now with my parents i'm just very honest right yeah because there's right. seasons too i think there's it's there's two things that i always try to remember when i'm like kind of in that like woe is me or when i'm feeling like i haven't quite made the goals that i wanted for that year and i can't tell if there's any forward progress in my life or in my career i always try to remember to start practicing gratitude again and not just practicing it but writing it down it's crazy how helpful it is when at the end of the day you say what's the one thing that went right there has to be at least one thing it could be little it could be i got an email approval back from my client or it could be you know um i sold a font i license you know or whatever it is but just remembering that things are going well and counting the things that have gone well because just like when you, the only reason you get on for to do a Yelp review is usually because it went badly. Right. Sometimes I feel like it's easy to forget the wins because you're so focused on like when things go wrong and, st and it's easy to forget the wins yeah. um, unless you're like reviewing them with yourself. So like writing those things down and um, keeping kind of a business journal, because then when you can go back at the end of the year, you can say, gosh, we had a lot of things go right. You know, um, yeah. we didn't reach this big goal that we had, but that's OK. You know, like it was it was a weird year, you know, for yeah. X, Y and Z. Yeah global pandemic, whatever. Yeah. I mean, there's so many reasons. Yeah. It's, life is never like, okay, we're going to plan this and then it's going to happen because there's, it's not just about you. There's a lot of other people in your universe that you're think, wanting to think about and wanting to make sure are also taken care of. And, you know, so it's like things happen.